Welcome to this Nutri-Ingredients podcast. I'm Shane Starling, and I'm very pleased to be joined by Dr. Paul Berryman, who is the Chief Executive Officer at Leatherhead Food Research in the UK. Now, Paul is due to chair a session on health claims uh, being hosted by Vita Foods, uh, the trade show in Geneva in a couple of weeks. So welcome, Paul. Hi, Shane. Nice to speak to you. Yeah, good to, good to have you here. Now, I'm looking through the agenda for the day. It looks like a very uh, interesting lineup from uh, discussing subjects such as trial design, borderline products for f- between food supplements and drugs, uh, a legal challenge perhaps to the, to the regulation, uh, the impact on industry, some new consumer research. Now, um, th- this all comes in the wake of uh, the latest batch of opinions from EFSA on, in regard to Article 13.1, most of which were negative. So what's, um, what's the day going to offer to, the, um, to industry, Paul, in terms of uh, uh, new, new input and new, new ideas about this, about this, this tricky situation? <laughs> well, first of all, it's going to give a good overview of the developments. Uh, you mentioned the uh, second batch of 13.1 claims. And once again, out of about 416 claims, most, were, most opinions expressed by EFSA were negative. Antioxidants, probiotics, GI claims... Um, Keith. You're going to summarise all this in your own uh, opening to the day. Exactly, yeah. Now you've got uh, Caroline Taylor from the, the UK-based medicines regulator, the MHRA, talking about uh, borderline products. Now, what's that all about? Well, this looks at the really interesting grey area between drugs and foods. Um, it's fairly straightforward if, if for a medicine to be categorised if it's, you know, prescribed by a doctor. But what about a food supplement, which is sort of lies halfway between the two? Well, it could be, uh, you know, a probiotic or it mm. could be, uh, you know, a sort of vitamin or even a, a botanical type tablet. But these are quite popular in the United States where they're marketed to health professionals. So someone might go along to a health professional complaining of a stomach ache and get diagnosed a, uh, um, a probiotic pill, uh, which isn't a medicine, isn't a food. It's like a, a food supplement. Okay. So there's hope, perhaps, if a, if, a, if a health claim is rejected, there are other avenues out there. Well, there is a, that's always, always the possibility. Um, of course, we've got uh, quite strict um, EU regulations, uh, and uh, this is always a grey area for, for food companies, but we'd really like to clarify this. Okay. Uh, another another uh, presenter on the day is uh, Professor Wim Verbeck from the from Ghent University in Belgium. He's going to present some new consumer research. Well, I mean, I think this will be a, a really good summary and uh, put things in perspective because, uh, let's face it, if those health claims aren't understood by the the, the person in the street, then they're not much use. Um, so I think it'll be useful to find out a what consumers think of health claims. Uh, and also we'll be able to put into perspective all the scientific jargon and make sure that when, when food companies are making claims uh, that they, they've got a bit of leeway so they don't have to just stick to what EFSA recommends, you know, like blood platelet aggregation. Right, they, could, right. they could look at something a little bit more user-friendly. Right, and whether consumers even care about health claims at all, perhaps. Well, that's the $100 question, yeah. All right. Well, um, that's a, that's a good uh, good overview of the day, Paul. Thanks. Um, thanks very much for that, and look forward to uh, to attending uh, attending the session. Yeah. See you in Switzerland. See you there. Thanks again, Shane Starling for Nutri Ingredients.